Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, I think it's only fair to, uh, to mention the New York Times and the mainstream media in general when it comes to the, uh, well, to these polls that we keep seeing. A lot of these reports that we keep seeing about President Trump being down in the polls and so forth and so on and yada, 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 yada. Oh, God. It gets a little ridiculous. It gets a little redundant. It gets a little out of hand and it gets a little stupid and it gets me sick to my stomach because I know the polls are bullshit. They're lies. They are nonsense. And the New York Times put out a poll recently 
which, honest to God, folks, I don't trust the New York Times as far as I can throw it. And that ain't very far at all. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay? The New York Times puts this poll out saying how Trump is slipping in the polls, going down the polls, especially among minorities and all this other stuff. You know, if that were really true, they'd have a lot of proof to back up their claim. But they don't have squat. They don't have bupkis. They don't have shit, in other words. So what I'm trying to wrap my head around is just where do they get the idea that their polls are going to convince people to vote Democrat? (laughs) I mean, come on, really? You want people to vote for your dumbass Democrat buddy, Biden? That's like asking Piranha not to chew you up and turn you into bones. That's like asking the flag to stop waving. That's like saying to a Democrat, tell the truth, which we know is impossible for a Democrat to do. So here's, here's something to consider. All right, and I've said this so many times on this broadcast. I said it back in 2016, and I'm going to say it again tonight. If you pay attention to the polls, you're an idiot. Okay, seriously, America, you can't pay any mind to these polls because they're bullshit. They're geared to make Trump look like a loser, and he is certainly far from being a loser. So my suggestion is ignore the polls. I strongly advise ignoring these polls because if you don't ignore these polls, they're just going to drive you batshit crazy, and you're going to be sitting there going, so... Really, think about it. Is it worth having your sanity compromised? I mean, when you see an NBC Marist poll, for example, would you trust it? I wouldn't. I would consider that to be bullshit. That's right. The name of Schiff is the newest curse word. She didn't know that by now. So my thinking on this is because the New York Times does the bidding of the DNC and every Democrat in Congress and the Senate, then it's safe to say that you could either ignore their polls or get a good belly laugh out of them. I mean, that's all they're worth, a good laugh. And then, of course, there's you know, the reliability of the New York Times poll, okay? Uh, Friday, they put out a story about Russian bounties on U.S. troops. First of all, there's no evidence to corroborate that story. Even the, uh, as I reported on last night, the Pentagon has no evidence to support and substantiate that story's allegations, So they're digging and grasping at straws in the mainstream media to try and discredit the president again. I mean, this is getting to be ridiculous. The other thing that polls do is they're designed to convince you that a candidate is a good candidate 
when he's not, namely Joe Biden. Joe Biden is far from being a reliable candidate. I mean, look at the gaffes and the goose that this dumbass does. Okay? No ifs, ands, or buts. This guy is a major league idiot, a clown. All right? If I saw his name on a ballot for dog catcher, I wouldn't even vote for him for that. Okay? The man is suffering from either dementia or Alzheimer's. One way or the other, he's lost his motherfucking mind. And that's no joke. But that's just my opinion. Okay? Just so you know, this is my opinion. That's what this talking point is designed to be. My opinion and offering something for discussion. The other thing in this is the polls are also designed to gauge a candidate's trustworthiness and reliability. Well, they're certainly not doing that with President Trump. They're, they're not doing that at all. Uh, President Trump, uh, they're making him out to look like he's completely unreliable, untrustworthy, and look at, look at his record. Look at his record, folks. I mean, he turned around and he did more in the first year than Obama did when he held the office of president hostage for eight years. And it's like, really? You're going to put this guy under a microscope of a bullshit poll. A poll that has no weight, no credibility, and certainly <laughs> no truth behind it whatsoever. But that is basically what it means anyway. So coming down the pipe, uh, a poll will tell you things. They'll break it down for you, okay? Uh, no. I don't even conduct polls. Okay, I could. I could very easily do that. But the problem is they're unscientific. Now, there is one group that I would give a halfway fair chance to, and that's the Rasmussen poll. Uh, I, I will look at their data, and if it's sound, if it looks credibly sound, and Rasmussen is credible. They have credibility to their name, but sometimes even they can slip up once in a while. So that's why I don't even look at their stuff. You know what I look at? I look at the record of the person. Let's look at Joe Biden's record. Okay, we looked at his record, and you know what I found? Nothing. Nothing worth mentioning. Because his record sucks. Now, let's look at President Trump's record. That mandate for Obamacare, gone. Why? Because there should never be a mandate by executive order or even written into a law that says you have to, that you must sign up for Obamacare or, or the Affordable Care Act or whatever you want to call that piece of shit. So it comes down to a simple question. 
What did the president do? With a stroke of a pen, he abolished it. Gone. Now, you want to talk about other things? Let's see. NAFTA. Gone. Why? Because NAFTA was a bad trade deal that was negotiated unsatisfactorily to the American people's uh, needs, for lack of a better way of putting it. This doesn't benefit NAFTA. It does not benefit us, we the people, at all. So Trump said, bye-bye. See you around. Wouldn't want to be you and all that good shit. And then, of course, there's the uh, the fact that he's trying to get American companies to come back to this country. He's offering them all kinds of great incentives. And you know what? All these manufacturing companies left our country because of high tax rateables so bad that they couldn't afford to operate in this country at all. Well, now they can afford to do it. Okay? They can. Well, right now in this economy, because of the coronavirus pandemic, it's a little tough, but not impossible. Okay? So I really think that when you look at a person's record of service to this country, by and large, President Trump has the better record. I couldn't think of one thing that Joe Biden did that actually benefited the American people overall. But what are you going to do? That's the nature of the beast. Some people can do something that's memorable, while others, not so much. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. All right. From deep in his, well, it's not an underground bunker, but it'll have to do... Deep in the recesses of his own mind, which sometimes is questionable as far as sanity goes, I'm here. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. We are live, large, and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley, as always. And we are here to give you news and topic discussion. Not 10,000 hours of bullshit. Not 10,000 hours of whatever. But honest to God, news and topic discussion. So we're here to do the cool thing. We're here to do the fun thing. We're here to, well... We're here to do what we do best, and that's all there is to it. So, we'll get this party started with uh, saying hello. 
to Mike and Gunslinger who are hanging out in the chat room, and hopefully they'll be joining us on the phone line. So oh, they are there. Holy Toledo! See, I always look at the chat room first, and then I go to the to the switchboard. It's kind of a normal thing, you know. And hopefully, watching by way of video, Cherokee Rose is hanging out with us. And of course, I don't know if he's listening to us or watching us, but it is hoped that no way is watching. <laughs> hey, come on, open up the man's mic. Thank you very much. So I got Gunslinger and I've got Mike from Louisiana on the board. Well, and, uh, one thing. One thing you can say about good old Joe Biden. Is I would have liked to have finished. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You know, <laughs> Billy's not here tonight, so let's not do the, the, the interrupt everybody in the on the planet if we can help. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's the polite thing to do, you know. Right. I'm sorry. I just I just happen to be a silly host. When it, when it comes to how to do it <laughs> politely, or at least try to do it politely. Boy, if my mother were alive today, she'd take one look at me. You're not being polite? Where's my f- cast iron frying pan? <laughs> she would know. <laughs> you hear the words cast iron and frying pan coming out of her mouth, you knew you were in trouble. Trust me. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, and there's that. Now, uh, excuse me to take a sip. I'm drinking a nice large mug of iced tea. Oh. Instead of something, instead of having coffee for a change. So that's kind of cool. Uh, listen, to finish what I was starting to say, uh, you know, when it, when it comes right down to it, uh there's a lot of insanity going on in this in this country right now. Worse, getting worse day by day. And Gunslinger, I agree with you when you said that in the chat room. Uh, it's it is getting worse, and and there's no doubt in my mind it's 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 going to keep getting worse before it hopefully gets better. Hopefully, people stop losing their damn mind, doing stupid shit, um, and actually get off their ass and and realize that. What they're doing is outright wrong. Now, um, I don't trust MSN because that's Microsoft, (laughs) one. And two, it's part of that mainstream media bullshit group. No, I don't want to take a moment to like MSN because I can't stand MSN. So fuck you, I ain't liking it. Got it? Good. It's also MSNBC, isn't it? Go ahead, Mike. It's also MSNBC, isn't it? No, different outfit. Oh, okay. This is MSN News is powered by Microsoft News. It has nothing. Oh, okay. It's separate from uh, from uh, MSNBC. <clears throat> Microsoft 
left that deal, but they, you know, they were allowed to. They're, they're still using the MS in their name. So, I don't know. You know, you know, when I, when I said that. And I said the craziness is getting worse. You know what these idiots want to do now? They want to change John Wayne International I Airport. Know. Before Mike cut me off. Again. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, holy Toledo, Scotty, beam me up. There ain't no fucking intelligent life down here. Jesus Christ. Fellas, you know as well as I do that they're, they're looking to change everything. You know? I mean, I saw a story the other, what was it, yesterday or the day before, where they actually want to take, uh, uh, I, I forget if, it's, uh, if it was Theodore Roosevelt or, 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 or some former president's name out of a, univer- off of a university. So I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding. This is getting ridiculous. They're trying to erase history. But here's the thing, what Gunslinger was talking about, and I'm going to get you guys on, I want to get your thoughts on this deeper in a moment. But apparently leaders have, are pushing to remove John Wayne's name uh, statue from the airport. <clears throat> this, and, of course, where is this happening? In Suckhole, California. <laughs> Santa Ana, California, to be more precise, folks. Just in case you're wondering, we have to be we have to be rather nose in air, you know, when talking about Santa Ana, California. Okay, <laughs> yes, I'm being sarcastic. I'm entitled to it. I, I, you know, it's just that's a. I have a right to be sarcastic. Blech. <laughs> In the latest move to change place names in light of U.S. racial history, <clears throat> excuse me, leaders of Orange County's Democratic Party are pushing to drop film legend John Wayne's name, statue, and other likenesses from the county's airport because of his racist and bigoted comments. Excuse me? I'm going to have some choice words to say when I get done reading this shit. Well, the Los Angeles Times, oh, here we go, another liberal rag, uh, reported that earlier this week, officials passed an emergency resolution condemning Wayne's racist and bigoted statements made in, 19, in a 1971 interview and are calling on the Orange County Board of Supervisors to drop his name, statue, and other likenesses from the international airport. The resolution asks the board to restore its original name, Orange County Airport. According to... Excuse me, I'm skipping a line here. Almost boo-booed there. There have been past efforts to get this done, and now we're putting our name and our backing into this to make sure there is a name change, said Ada Brasino, chairman of the Democratic Party of Orange County. According to those who crafted the resolution, the effort to oust Wayne, a longtime resident of Orange County, who died in 1979, is part of a national movement to remove white supremacist symbols 
and names that are reshaping American institutions, monuments, businesses, nonprofits, sports leagues, and teams. A 1971 Playboy magazine interview, Wayne makes bigoted statements. So this is this piece. This piece. Uh, I'm getting sick reading it because it's already it's already sided with the people with the Democrats because it's a, it's a liberal piece of shit. Now I'm going to finish reading it. <clears throat> uh, Wayne makes allegedly makes bigoted statements against black people, Native Americans, and the LGBTQ community. He said, I believe in white supremacy until, until the blacks are educated to a point of reason responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Wayne also said that although he did condone slavery, I don't feel guilty about the fact that five or ten generations ago these these people were slaves. The actor said he felt no remorse in the subjugation of Native Americans. I don't feel we, we did wrong in taking this great country away from them, our so-called stealing of this country from them was just a matter of survival, he said. Allegedly, he said. There were great numbers of people who needed new land, and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Wayne also called movies such as Easy Rider and Midnight Cowboy perverted and used a gay slur to refer to the two main characters of the latter film. Orange County Supervisor Don Wagner told the Times that he had just heard about the Democratic resolution and was unaware of its wording or merit. All right, first of all, it's easy to look at a 1971 Playboy magazine interview and pervert, twist, and otherwise... <laughs> have it say what you want it to say can anyone find the 1971 edition of Playboy magazine I doubt it it is 2020 that unless you're a collector of Playboy magazines the only thing most guys are looking at in Playboy are the centerfolds they're not looking at the interviews. Well, can, I, can I interrupt you just a second? Hold on a second. Let me finish. I may have that episode, but it might have some sticky pages on it. No comment. <laughs> uh, but as I was saying before, uh, before, before you guys... Ch- where you chimed in there, buddy. <laughs> and I'm giving you more opportunity to chime in on that one because you stuck your foot in your mouth on that one there, Pally. <laughs> oh, am I being am I being evil again? Can't ever tell anymore. Uh here's the deal. If when it comes to the nineteen seventy one Playboy magazine, 
uh, sticky pages notwithstanding, of course. Uh, <laughs> Gunslinger said it first, so I had to so, you know, I'm, I'm... Anyway, <laughs> I doubt very much that anyone... Oh, I, I've got a migraine starting because of this story. So let's do the fuzzy math real fast here. If I can get my calculator to cooperate, 2020 from 1971. Uh, 49 years later, really? You're going to use a, 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 an alleged interview from 49 years ago. The basis to take Democrats are fucking stupid. Honestly, God, they're fuckers. Alright, Gunslinger, you brought this up. You brought this, you put this in the uh, FFNO News and Topic Room on Facebook, so... Okay. Have at it. You know, it's it's total insanity. You know, I've never seen anything like it. These people are trying to eradicate history. Okay? John Wayne, the great legend, okay? I mean, he was a movie star, okay? Gee whiz. Uh, ooh, but he but he uh, he was for God and country and all this. Oh, my God, he carried a gun. Oh, wow. Naughty, naughty, okay? I, I'm telling you, it's getting it's getting closer and closer to that time that, that time bomb is going to blow up. Okay, because people are getting sick and tired of this childish stupidity. Okay, these these people, a, a flea on a dog's ass got more sense. Than these dumb fucks do. Okay, I'd love to tell it to their face, man. Oh, you wouldn't want me. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want me to be up there. I guarantee you. The gunslinger. No. I mean, and I'm glad President Trump is clamping down on these fuckers, you know, by the executive order, by the, you know, you're facing 10 years in prison if you try to deface or vandalize uh, a statue, okay? I'd give them fucking 20 years, sorry little bastards, okay? But you see the mentality, what it, what what has a statue got to do with it, okay? We don't see uh, white people tearing down Martin, Martin Luther uh, King's statue and all these other bullshit. Let's start tearing them motherfuckers down, okay? Let's see how they like it. I mean, this is getting, this is, I mean, this is what now? Going on two months, this shit? And it all started with that Floyd character. You know, let the guy rest in peace, for God's sake. I mean, he's dead, I mean, you know? But now, like I said, it has gone beyond a protest for this person that got killed by the police. Yes, that was wrong, absolutely, no doubt about it. Even the dude murdered a the guy. There's no doubt about that. And he should face the full extent of the law. There's no doubt about it. But when you go from that to vandalizing and killing people and setting up these autonomous zones or what the fuck ever you want to call them, I and these there was that couple that's on YouTube. It's going more, it's going viral now. Uh, the guy came out with a semi-automatic assault rifle and his wife had a fucking pistol when there were protesters that broke into a gated community for God's sake. He's fixed to shoot some motherfuckers, and I don't blame him. I'd shoot the son of bitches too. You check that check that video out. 
Sorry, fellas. I had to step. I had to run from the from the microphone. Good thing. Uh, good thing I I did because I thought I smelled smoke coming from the back of the, the back of, the, of where I live. It wasn't smoke, thank God. There was nothing on fire, nothing burned. I'm like. You've got to be fucking kidding today. Uh, Mike, did you uh, comment, or are you, are you waiting? No, no, your, I, was uh, just, I was just waiting, waiting for uh, you to say, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, what I'm waiting for is for them to make a big deal about changing the name of Reagan International Airport, you know? Because remember, Reagan was an actor. Reagan was a president. Reagan, you know, was just mad. They didn't, they didn't like Reagan. You know, uh, they wouldn't even. They, they're not even gonna dare touch JFK Airport. You know, in terms of renaming it or if there's a statue there or whatever. Cause, oh, there he's one of their favorite sons. You know, you know that that. They're hypocritical in that manner. If you're going to rip down everything, if you're going to rip down statues and change names of airports, you got to do it to everybody. All right? Don't just do it to people you don't like. You know? Just uh, don't come up with the bullshit about some interview that, that way before my time. I mean, I was born here after that interview came out. All right, nineteen seventy, late nineteen seventy-two. You know, so that's one. That interview is one year older than me. All right, so it's like okay. How did you get a hold of this interview? Because since since then, I mean, I remember a few years back that that the form, the not the formation, but the the format of Playboy has changed. All right, it's going to, or we took out the centerfolds and all that crap, and uh, you know, and went to straight. Yeah, but, but Mike, we're talking about a, an article from uh, that allegedly came out in 1971, some 49 years ago. Okay. Right. So it's, it's like, okay. Where did you get it from? I mean, somebody, whoever, whoever, I mean, this is what, the L.A. Times did this story, right, George? MSN. correct? Microsoft News. So so where, whoever this reporter is, where did he or she get get uh, that particular article? And how did they get it? I mean, that's my big question in this thing. Where and how, for them to do that article, to get the quotes right, they would have to have gotten a hold of the exact article. Where'd they get it from? I'm pretty sure unless that particular guy that did the article is a 
collector of Playboy magazine, he's not going to have that Playboy article. So, I mean, I mean, how did he get the Well, that's, that's what I said, you know, uh, earlier, Mike. You know, the, the, I doubt very much anyone, unless they're a serious collector of Playboy magazines, is going to hang on to a 49-year-old copy of, of Playboy. I mean, let's face it, you know, sticky pages notwithstanding, <laughs> I don't know of anybody that has issues that date that far back. And like I said also, guys, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I didn't look at Playboy for the articles. Of course, in 1971, I was, what, eight years old? And I was oh, looking I was, at my brother's been... stash. But, you so, know, speaking of, the, speaking of those old, art, I mean, the old Playboys and shit like that, I graduated high school in 83, okay? Um, I've got a 1982 club magazine. I still have it, <laughs> believe it or not. I fucking survived all these years. I have no yeah, idea. But, I mean, but normally speaking, Gunslinger, who has uh, 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 Playboy magazines going back 50 years? Yeah, you, yeah there's some collectors. Well, unless you're a collector. I mean, they... Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And that's and that's the deal. I mean, yeah. Certain certain Playboy magazines uh worth a lot of money. Like oh I like oh I don't know, like the one Marilyn Monroe was in. That's worth a ton of money. But how many of those really exist to have and that that's nothing. How many? How many of these? How many of magazines? Uh, how many 1971 Playboys exist? Actually exist? You know. Exactly. So it, it, to me, it's it's kind of kind of ridiculous that they would uh, even you know remotely. Come up with with a 1971 edition of Playboy magazine, and actually look at the articles, an interview with John Wayne. Okay, like I said, man, and I don't know anybody that read the articles in 1971. They're more interested in seeing what the centerfold looked like. Okay, trust me. <laughs> Microsoft News, which leans left so far to the left that it could reach and touch itself on the on the way around, it's not even fucking funny. All right, <clears throat> let's. Uh, Let's move on here. Game uh, uh, American News put out put out uh, this story the other day, and I did not see it until today. Minneapolis City Council calls to defund police now employing private security. Now, I'll play the uh, <coughs> I'll play the audio from this from this clip 
and uh, I'll do that as soon as I have my click computer cooperate just a little bit and it's doing that just a little bit holy shit I'm in shock Okay, who's snoring? Coming? <laughs> Not me. Sounded like somebody was snoring. Like I, I thought I heard something like a snore. Oh well. All right. Let me bring this clip up again, acknowledging one American news as the source. The Minneapolis City Council votes unanimously to move forward to eliminate the city's police department. But that decision didn't sit well with some residents, leaving the city council looking for protection. One America's White House correspondent, Jen Pellegrino, has more. Amid calls to defund the police, one question is repeatedly asked. Who do you call if someone breaks into your home or threatens the safety of you or your family? If you're the Minneapolis City Council, you hire private security. The city has reportedly spent $63,000 to protect city council members who have since received death threats upon voting to replace the city's police department. The proposal seeks to replace the police with individuals who lack law enforcement experience, embracing a, quote, holistic public health-oriented approach. The Minneapolis police expressed their view in an interview this past week. I think absolutely the media's push is to drum up as much um, racial um, issues and stress as there is. Is it a media problem? I believe. Is this a media problem you're saying? The media created what, this? What I'm saying, Gail, what I'm, what, I, what I'm saying is the, the narrative that is being pushed in the media is that white police officers are out on these streets just to kill black men, and that is absolutely farthest from the truth. Eleven were shot and one person was killed in Minneapolis over Father's Day weekend, along with three shootings and five injured as of this Sunday. And since May 25th, a total of at least 113 people have been shot, eight of whom did not survive. While Friday's step in moving to dismantle the Minneapolis police is the first in what will be a lengthy process to make the November ballot, it raises the question, who will be there to protect local residents as shootings plague the city? And in California Saturday, a gunman armed with a semi-automatic rifle killed at least one and injured four at a Walmart distribution center. What could have been a mass shooting stopped by the police. Jen Pellegrino, One American News, the White House. Well, there you have it, folks. You know, as much as I, I like to think, uh, you know, they're they're out of their minds. <clears throat> Wait a minute, they are out of their minds. <laughs> uh, let's face the reality here. Minneapolis wants to replace trained law enforcement. Listen to this very carefully. Trained law enforcement. They want to replace them with private security. And as you heard in the article, in, in the story, there is no law enforcement background or training in these people. Look, I used to be a private security officer. Okay. I worked for Burns International Security Service way back in the day. <clears throat> now, let me explain something. 
and let me be as clear as glass. When you're private security, you're not a police officer. You do not have peace officer status at all. Uh, and that go, that's in all 50 states. How do I know? Been there, done that. Worked it for, worked it for years. <laughs> I was trained by one of the best security firms in the business at the time. They also handled investigative services. That's why they were called Burns International Security Service. Because part of their job, part of their, their, their company's motto and their credo was private security and private investigations. They never, not Burns, not Gleason, not any of them, ever claimed to be police officers or a police department. They can't, because no, police, no private security firm is, is granted peace officer status by their state. They can't do it, because then there will be no need for the police on the streets. And that's what the top... Okay, the top man, hold on a second, let me finish. That's what the top man told, told all of us in a training session at Burns many years ago. It just doesn't happen. Unless, now, if you've got a, cert, a certificate from the state you live in that says you are a police officer, not a security guard, not a security officer, but a police officer, and, you have, and it says you have full peace officer status, you cannot claim to be a cop. That's why many of us who worked in the field for years were called rent-a-cops. That's all we were, rent-a-cops, and all we were, all, all we could do was was guard the the place that we were contracted to. Period. We didn't go out on the public streets, going block to block, street to street, to stop crime, to stop a crime in progress. Our job was to do what we were contracted to do. We were contract security. And I don't care what company you were with. Legally, no state will offer peace officer status. And it's been like that for decades. I know. I've got the experience under my belt to back that up. Can I add something to that? Go ahead. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. I'm going to add two things. Yeah. I did security work three years when I got out of high school. Okay. I was a commissioned officer. I was licensed to carry a gun. Okay. From the state of Texas. Private security and private Did private, state of Texas private give you peace officer status? No. That's what I was fixing to get to. Then you weren't a police officer. No. Yeah, right. I was not a police officer even though I you, was commissioned. But you didn't go patrolling like the police do, did you? Oh no! Hell no! Hell no! Uh, but there's okay. there's there's what we what the security officers or even even if you're a commissioned security officer, you cannot make a lawful arrest. Commissioned like, by the police like department. The police, like the police department, or if you're a cop, you can make a lawful arrest. If you're a security officer, you, you it's just a citizen's arrest. It's not a legal lawful arrest. So these people that they replace these cops with. Security people, they can't even make a lawful arrest. 
because it's not lawful. You have to be a, a licensed, charge-carrying peace officer for your state, whatever state it is, in order for the arrest to be legal. They're going to have some lawsuits on this motherfucker. I guarantee it. Okay. If somebody tries to arrest you by one of these security, these rent-a-cops, you can fucking sue that fucking goddamn city and own it. Okay, because it's not a legal arrest. You're, you're fading out, Don. Okay, hey, did you hear what I said? About now. Just barely. You were you were trailing hmm. off. Your audio started to trail out. But anyway, I said that these that these cities are going to be up shit creek because if they have these security people and they go out there and start making arrests since they're not a cop. And you have to be a peace officer in order to make a lawful arrest. It's just a citizen's arrest under if you're just a security officer. They don't have some fucking lawsuits, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. You mean to think about it. When their idiots try to arrest you, hey, you can't arrest me. I'd shoot your ass, okay? You you're not a cop. You're not you're just a you're just a rent a cop. Man, they gonna have some lawsuits on this. Big ones too. Oh, I guarantee it. <clears throat> I wouldn't do it today. No, thank you. No way. Well, that, that, and that's and that, that's the thing, Gunslinger. I mean, today, you know, in today's society, even even back in the '80s, for God's sakes, we didn't have we didn't we, none of us were granted peace officer status. Now, if you're if if you have peace officer status, let me put this. Let me explain something. In the state you live in, if your security firm is granted, say, temporary peace officer status, then you have the legal right to make arrests. Problem? Because you're wearing a security guard uniform and not a police officer, a police uniform, the legality of it may be put in question. Okay? It may be put in question. Big time. Just like a citizen's arrest would be put in question. Big time. Because technically, that's really what it is. So, at the end of the day... These, these Minneapolis is going to be up Shit's Creek without a paddle and no boat to fucking row. Mike, let me get some thoughts from you. Absolutely. And you, I mean, think about it. You know, we've seen, if you've ever seen that, uh, that movie, Paul Ward, Mall Cop, basically that's what these guys, they want these guys to be. Is it, hello? Is, is a Mall Cop. Go ahead is a mild cop, you know, and that's the thing. People people don't, you know, respect mild cops. People don't, won't respect these guys. And the thing is, is you've got these guys, if you're, oh, we're going we're gonna to send in the uh, social workers or whatever the hell they are. Well, they're not duly elected peace officers or duly um Trained or whatever peace officers. So when they send these when they send these guys in, well, there you go. You know, you know somebody's somebody's gonna draw draw on them and shoot them and be well within their rights because they're not licensed as a peace officer. So yeah, you're right. You know, and and that's and that's the bottom line because that's the way things are. You. If you're not licensed to do what they're do what they're what they're sending in sending you in to do, then 
expect it. Expect it to happen that way. Just well, that. Mike. What it, what it comes down to is this: the state you live in has to authorize you with authorize peace officer status uh, to to each individual security officer. Okay. No state will do that. Even if they don't, even if a town doesn't have law enforcement, say they don't have their own town sh- uh, police. Now they have the they have a county sheriff, but no town police. Well, guess what? They still have a police agency with legal peace officer status on patrol in that in that area. So let's say Minneapolis drops the police department. First of all, they're putting hundreds of, upon hundreds of people out of work. And the second thing is, okay, let's say I run a red light. I see, a, I see somebody driving a, a, a car with amber lights on it. I'm not going to pull the fuck over for that. And if they, put a, if they have a little PA speaker in their, in their, in their shit... And they go, pull over. I'm going to go like this. Fuck you, motherfucker. You ain't a cop. You're a security guard. Whoopee. (laughs) There's no fucking way. No fucking way on this planet people are going to take them seriously. And, and Minneapolis is going to go down in flames. I can feel it in my bones. Uh-huh. Right, and that's the thing. I mean, and, and, and that's, that's, if you look at it, I've said it before, St. Paul, which is, they call it the Twin Cities, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul. You know, St. Paul is not, Looking to do what Minneapolis is doing. In fact, there's there. It, it seems like their mayor is trying to strengthen their police departments, the, the precincts in St. Paul, the, the police in St. Paul. So uh, they're not. St. Paul is not looking to do that. So and they're being smart about it, you know. So so again, I guess I guess if it would have happened in St. Paul, you might. You might have an argument for it, but but it didn't. So again, that it is what it is. There. And by the way, George, I went and found the PDF for the 1971 uh, interview. Put it in the chat room. It's a it's no, a rather, rather lengthy. John underscore Wayne underscore Playboy underscore int two. There's no link. Yeah. That that that's that's what it is. That's that's the uh, PDF file for it. And basically, it's a it's a. Go ahead, dude. There's no room for me to click on. Oh, fuck it. That's what I've been trying to tell you. (laughs) Oh, then 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 you know what. You know what? I'll have to find it again. But you what I've the seen there, in the past. What I've seen, I was going through it. All of a sudden, uh, wait a minute. There's this. What happened to the link? Where? Where's the link? Where did it go? Where? Uh, what did I do with it? Oh fuck! 
I didn't put the link in. I just put the title in. Shame on oh. me. Well, it's an honest mistake. It happens to anyone. I mean, trust me, it, it can happen to anyone. So. Anyway, basically, I'm looking down that thing, and it's like a very long interview, and it's like, and it's like every 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 answer he gives is like a couple paragraphs long, and it's like, and they took a sentence here and a sentence there. Just like, just like the press always does, and just they pick and choose. They, like, they nitpick. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just what they do. It's just how they do things. You know, we're gonna try and make John Wayne sound like a racist. I'm not. I'm not saying Wayne wasn't one or was one. I'm just saying what they're trying to Dude, do there. He was no racist. They, they, I, I have a feeling they, they, they came across the article online, just like you did, but they twisted mm-hmm. his words to suit their narrative. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And this, and that. This is not the same. This is about the same thing they do to everybody. I mean, if it's not if it's not the New York Times or L.A. Times, it's it's uh, ABC with uh, Sarah either ABC or NBC with Sarah Palin, you know, twisting her words and and cutting them up and making her say what they want her to say, you know, and it's it's just. It's just a modus operandi of of what they do, what they have done for the last, I don't know, 30 plus years, you know, for the, for the media. But that's the thing. They, they, they've done this ad infinitum. So much that they 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 leave you with the impression, okay? They leave you with the impression that, oh, John Wayne was a racist. Look at what he said in 1971. That airport in Orange County has been named John Wayne Airport for decades. Now all of a sudden, because of all this stupidity going on, Oh, we have to change it. He was a racist. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, and look, there, there, that's lack of brain matter there. And and we talk about this, and we talked about this with the Democrats for years about their lack of brain matter. And and, and think about it. And and that and how how well I don't want to say how. How they need to have a white coat tied up, tie, tie themselves in a white coat and put themselves in a, in a, in an insane asylum at times. I mean, with with Joe Biden, it's it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like the old the old commercial with uh, the candy bar. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. You know, that type of thing. Well. As far as I'm concerned, 
Minneapolis has lost their Minneapolis City Council lost its damn mind. It's that simple. They lost their fucking mind. All right. What am I gonna do 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 for the first time in a long time is I'm gonna take that all important break to give people a chance to get a cup of coffee or whatever the case may be. And we may actually get a second break in, I don't know, but we'll we'll just play it by ear for the for this one. And just in case we don't, I'll do it this way. Firefox News Online will be back in just a moment with more. And when we come back, Seattle's chop barriers are being cleared. Oh shit. Now they're actually getting the job done. Or are they? We'll find out after the break. I am Vito Corleone. I am the Godfather. Inviting you to join my good friend, George Sinzer, for more news and topic discussion on Firefox News Online here on blogtalkradio.com But rather than I tell you about it George you tell them about it Thank you Vito Join me as we continue with more Firefox News Online on blogtalkradio.com in just a few moments and you can join us live on the air at 347-945- 5747 or you can contact us via Skype hey listen the Godfather will tell you we are the best in the business on October 6 2012 we managed to garner over 10,000 archive and live listens combined now if that's not an accomplishment I don't know what is So, as I pass it back to the Godfather, be sure to join us, won't you? Vito? Thank you, George. Ladies and gentlemen, George just made you an offer you cannot refuse. We'll be right back in just a few moments. state resident this public service announcement is for you and believe me I wouldn't put this out there if I didn't believe that the New York Guard New York State's State Defense Force was a a military organization worth giving a chance to more than a chance It's an opportunity for you to serve your state and country and make a difference. So take a listen, New York, and I hope that you will join the the many who make a difference each and every day that the State Guard is called into active duty by the governor. 
Hi, I'm Sergeant George Sensor, honorably discharged veteran of the State Defense Force, the New York Guard. Now, I've got a few questions for you. First of all, are you at least 18 years of age or older? Second of all, are you in reasonably good health? But most important of all, are you a New York State resident looking to serve your country? If you are, then have I got a great idea for you. Join the New York Guard. The New York Guard is a state defense force operated and funded by the state of New York through the Division of Military and Naval Affairs. And the New York Guard has a long and illustrious history dating back as far as World War I. I served two tours of active duty with the New York Guard on September 11, 2001, the day of the most horrendous attack on our nation since Pearl Harbor. I was proud to serve with the New York Guard. I served with them for six years, and I made a difference. You can too. Make a difference. Join the New York Guard today. Go to www.dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. That's dmna.ny.gov slash nyg. Click on the link Enlistment Resources, download the recruitment package, fill out the application, send it back, and be sure to contact the recruiters letting them know that you have a desire to serve and that you've sent back the completed application. The New York Guard, New York State's Defense Force, protecting the residents of the state of New York and helping them through emergencies and times of natural disaster. Join the New York Guard today and make a difference. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is worth more than your life? Why not just ask them to stop texting? It may be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. A message brought to you by the Ad Council the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, and Firefox News Online Productions. Learn more at StopTextsStopRex.org. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community of experts and other caregivers for practical tips, advice, and support. Together, let's help each other care for our loved ones and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP, the Ad Council, and your friends at Firefox News Online. Okay, kids, gather around. I know we haven't discussed this in a while, but uh, who remembers where we're all going to meet in case of an emergency? Um, I do. Grand Central Station. Times Square. No, silly. Higher ground. Where's that? The mountain, son. But we live in the city. Hmm, right. Good point. What about supplies and all that other stuff? Ah, uh, don't you even worry. Your mom has all those canned beets somewhere in the apartment. Oh, I just remembered. I also have canned cocktail onions. What about water? We have a few gallons stored in the basement. But we don't have a basement. He means the storage unit. Where's that? 32nd and 7th. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. What time's the game on? Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Search ReadyKids at NYC.gov or call 311. A public service announcement brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. 
it's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like the storm. When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. My husband kept the kids occupied. our son, but there was no reception. Everything was down. I felt, I felt like, like we handled everything crying, very well. I had to try and stay calm. The, the whole experience, experience was fine. was the most frightening ten hours of my life. It was, it was kind, kind of like, like a little family adventure. Every hopes will never happen to her. I, I remember, remember the, the relief of being that I together. I realized he was out there all alone. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there it's to stay it's calm ignore and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Visit nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311. Brought to you by the New York City Office of Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. What should you do to stop a friend from driving drunk? (laughs) Whatever you have to. A public service message brought to you by the Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and Firefox News Online. broadcast anywhere. Firefox News Online. 
the FFNOP Radio Network, 347-945-5747. We're back. Lines are open. Broadcasting from New York, the Empire State, you're listening to Firefox News Online. And we're back here at Firefox News Online with approximately, oh, I'd say an hour and 46 minutes left to go in the broadcast on the live side of Blog Talk Radio. An hour and 46 minutes remaining until the end of the Blog Talk side, and we continue on the other video, the other platforms, such as our video platforms and Mixler.com. And, of course, if you want to catch the full broadcast in archives, you can do so. Go to Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's where you'll find the links to the live broadcast, and you can also use those links to access archives of the broadcast as well. And, folks... Firefox News Online is always in need of your continued support. The best way to keep this broadcast alive is to help us out by going to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. That's paypal.me slash Firefox News Online, where you can send your non-tax-deductible donations to keep the broadcast afloat. Keep this broadcast going, one that's been going on on Blog Talk Radio for more than 12 years, and of course, uh, not so many on the other platforms, but we still could use all the support we can get, and believe me, the money, collect, the money donated goes right into the broadcast. I don't collect a salary. I don't get paid for what I do. Hell, I love what I do too much to want to get paid for it, so... Be sure to go to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online and help us out there. And, of course, if you're looking to do something really, really cool and you want to support this broadcast in another way, there's another option. Oh, yes, indeed, 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 indeed. If you go to cafepress.com slash the FF. N-O-E store, that's cafepress.com slash the F-F-N-O-E store, you'll find some really great stuff to, uh, well, to kind of keep everything going, to help us uh, stay on the air, all the proceeds from the stuff sold there, we'll go right back into the broadcast, and it'll help keep this afloat. And also, uh, it will give you the opportunity to, and there you see it on your screen, get some really great items with the Firefox News Online logo right on it. I mean, just look at that. We've got coffee mugs, messenger bags, T-shirts, jerseys. Hoodies, all kinds of neat stuff. Hats. We Listen, with the summertime here, a lot of folks are looking to do some barbecue. And so we even have the official Firefox News Online light apron 
It's got the logo right on it, and it's a great way to show your loyalty to a broadcast that brings it to you straightforward and to the point and gives you an opportunity to be a voice heard. No paid contributors, no paid pundits, just John and Jane Q. Public expressing their opinions on the stories that we bring for discussion each and every week. So you can go to cafepress.com slash the FFNOE store, or you can help us out by going to paypal.me slash Firefox News Online. And with that being said, of course, on the phone lines and in the chat room, I have Mike from Louisiana and Gunslinger from Lone Star State. And watching us via Periscope right now is a, a really nice uh, – uh, uh, wow, I'm tongue-tied. I'm trying to say this without getting tongue-tied. That's a good trick. I have Cherokee Rose watching by way of Periscope.tv slash FFNO. That's just one of the four video platforms this broadcast is seen on. And uh, always a pleasure to have you all aboard. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, my friend Noe will be joining us at some point. It would be nice to uh, to hear from Noe, see how he's doing, and find out what's going on in his neck of the woods. Uh, and hopefully we will hear from him. So there you have that. All right. Now, as I said, just prior to uh, the break, just prior to the break, I brought up the next item for discussion, which is how Seattle, Washington, apparently is uh, the chop the barriers are being cleared by city crews, and the police are at the scene. Okay? They were at the scene to do this. So, here's the story as it stands. And uh, Seattle Department of Transportation crews Tuesday began removing concrete barriers marking the entrance to the area protesters are calling the Capitol Hill Organized Protest, or CHOP. A crew used heavy machinery to remove the concrete barriers at 10th and East Pine Streets. Seattle police officers were also at the scene to assist crews in case protesters intervened. Protesters almost immediately began to construct a makeshift barricade to take the concrete barriers place, moving furniture, trash cans, and plywood into the road to continue to block traffic into the area. As of Tuesday morning, no plans had been set in place to remove the other concrete barriers in front of the abandoned East Precinct, according to Seattle Police Department Assistant Chief Adrian Diaz. Monday marked the fourth shooting near the CHOP zone since the occupation began three weeks ago. A 16-year-old boy was killed and a 14-year-old boy remained hospitalized in critical condition after a shooting on 12th Avenue between Pike and Pine around 3 in the morning. Uh, police, uh, Seattle Police Chief 
Carmen Best appeared on camera later Monday to urge protesters to leave the chop zone, saying enough is enough here. This is something that's going to need to change. We're asking the people remove themselves from this area for the safety of the people. If they care about people, they're going to have to try to help us to make it safe. Now, Best said the shooting resulted in the second death of an African-American victim at a place where they claim to be working for Black Lives Matter. So Seattle, Washington is removing the barricades and uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to uh, share this link in the uh, Mixler chat room as well as uh, on the video screens in just a moment. So this way you get to see the work that's being done there or that was being done there uh, this morning. So, oops, somehow that got, forgot to remove that. There we go. So there you see, ladies and gentlemen, the um, the crews working to clear the streets of all the of all the stuff that the chop zone had. And I gotta say, you know, Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle, Washington, she did not act quickly enough. She should have had this zone cleared three weeks ago. She should have had the police department fend off the protesters from taking over the police station. And leaving the police station abandoned like this, to me, is a sign of weakness on her part. I'm sure that Chief Best wants to get in there and get her officers back on patrol in that sector very quickly. You know, all of this stems from uh, what many of them are, call, are saying is, you know, the result of uh, George Floyd's death. I'm sorry to say this, is, this no longer has anything to do with George Floyd or anyone else that was killed by police. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, doesn't matter. There are bad apples in police departments. But it's up to those departments to weed out those bad apples. There are too many good law enforcement officers in the police departments nationwide. They should not be made to uh, suffer for the actions of a few. And this ongoing nonsense nationwide is getting out of hand. No, no, no. It's not getting out of hand. It is out of hand, and it's getting worse. It's time to put a stop to this racial divide. It's time to put a stop to it once and for all. America, we are a nation of laws. We are also a nation of people. America 
is known as the Great Melting Pot. And the reason it's known as the Great Melting Pot is because there are many, from many different religions, many different countries who came here to find a better life. We cannot afford to see this country being torn down any longer. And all this insanity over statues and so forth has got to stop as well. President Trump signed the executive order protecting our nation's monuments and statues and so forth. And if people are so inclined to do something stupid, like try to rip down a statue or deface it or both, well, then you've got a big problem on your hands because you're going to be facing a long time in jail if you're not careful. So, great suggestion coming your way. Cut the bullshit. It's time to let the country get back on its feet and let this country be the great American melting pot. There is no cause for this kind of insanity to continue any longer. We are all members of one race, the human race. And the sooner people start to believe that and accept it, we could have a wonderful nation once more. But this insanity, and I'm going to say this as loud as I can, breaks the heart of God to see people doing such horrendous things. And it breaks my heart to see my country being torn apart from within. We have enough enemies outside of America to worry about. Let's not become enemies amongst ourselves. Let us work together in peace to obtain that which is obtainable, and that is peace amongst all of us. Now, before I go to the guys on the phone lines and get their comments, Cherokee Rose said in the chat room on Periscope, but I don't think they're going to stop the insanity. The left wants communism, and they want Trump out. Well, what they want and what they may get are two different things entirely. The left has tried for four years to get him out of there, and look where it's gotten them. Nowhere. All right, so... Let me get back to the guys on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. All right, fellas. Uh, Somebody start off. Well, here we go. I'll start off. These already. (laughs) (laughs) These people actually, they're not going to stop. This is the problem. If they had any sense between their fucking ears, they would see that. Hey, okay, we protested this George Farmer, whatever his name was. 
Okay, he, he's gone, okay? Like I said, is now it has become criminality. You are a, you're nothing more than a common criminal, okay? And now you have become, well, look at that chop. Look at what's going on in there. People have been killed. They're being extorted for money. There's armed people that are, are taking the law into their own hands. That's anarchy, okay? 110,000% anarchy, okay? You cannot have anarchy in a country that is established on the rule of law. We have laws in this country, okay? You steal from me, I catch you, I blow your head off. That's one of the rules, especially here in Texas. You know, we're a, gun really, we're a real gun-friendly state, and we like our private property, okay? So, but these people have chosen that they want to transform this country into some type of communist, socialistic, asshole country. That ain't going to work because the militias are already gearing up. If the cops can't do it, the citizens and the militia will. Okay, there's no doubt about that. And when you let these idiot, democratic, dick-headed fucking mayors, okay, especially like Seattle, okay, there's your, there's your good example right there, allow their own people to take over blocks and blocks and blocks of their city, even though it belongs to the people, but that's still not to do what they are doing to it right now. Take over a police department or a precinct or whatever. Man, I mean, if I tried to go down here and take over the, the, the sheriff's department down here, in this, down here in this county, they'd shoot my ass, okay? Literally. I, put, I wouldn't make it past the front door. I'm here to take over your sheriff's department. Oh, really? Yeah, right. We've got a nice cozy cell for you. Drop it. See? <laughs> but Democrats, there's your key right there. Democrats. There was another one. You can go look it up. There's a video of this uh, this mother and this a kid was in their, in their vehicle, and the protesters all around and jumping up and down on the on the car and, and doing all this stuff, trying to get in, trying to break the windows. Called 911. They said, we can't help you. You're on your own. What? You're in a dangerous situation where you're fixing to get accosted or killed, riot, robbed, raped, and you got a child in the car, and they say, sorry, ma'am, we can't help you. What are you going to do? Go ahead. Damn! Did I quieten down, everybody? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just. Uh, yeah, uh, my mic was off because I was uh, I was doing something and I didn't want the uh, audio getting I didn't want gunslinger interrupted with with the sound that that was that would have been in the background. Simply put, simply put, okay. As far as I'm concerned, you know. When I when I have a vehicle, when I drive, I make sure my doors are locked. Okay, but not everybody think, is thinking of that at the time. You know, not everybody thinks about that, especially uh, you know when they're drive when they're 
you know, in a, in a rush to get to the store or what have you. And to be in that situation, and you've got your child in the car, and you call 911 and they tell you there's nothing we can do, and you're like, really? What do you mean? And then get told, if you have if you have an issue, call the call City Hall, and 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 tell the mayor your concerns. What the fuck is that gonna do? At the present time, that some that people are opening the car doors, getting into their car, and you and you feel your life is in jeopardy. The life of your child is in jeopardy. This is what our nation has has de-evolved into. Criminality. And it's sickening. Now, I'm glad Gunslinger brought up the, uh, the, 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 the about that mother and child and what happened to them. Because if it can happen to them, it can happen to anyone. And that's the scary part. Mike? Oh yeah, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah, it's happened before. It'll happen. It can happen again. If and the problem with it is the Democrats don't seem to get it. The liberals, the progressives, or whatever you want to call them, don't seem to get it. Now, the question is: Is do they really want to get it? Well. I'm not so sure. Back to you, George. Yeah, they're not going to get it. Look at at what's been happening in our country, across the nation. It is literally turning into, and I'm sorry to say this, but our country is turning into a shithole. And the Democrats aren't helping matters. In fact, you may as well say they're, 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 they're practically encouraging this kind of insanity. They're practically encouraging it. And it's, it, it really sickens me. It does. All right, on to the next item. The man who beheaded U.S. journalist Daniel Pearl is to be freed from a Pakistani prison. The British-born man convicted in 2002 of the murder of Daniel Pearl is likely to walk out of jail a free man this week. You're right, folks. The British-born man convicted in 2002 of the murder of Wall Street Journal reporter Daniel Pearl is likely to walk out of jail a free man this week following a surprising ruling by Pakistan's Supreme Court. The country's high court on Monday refused to overturn a lower court's ruling exonerating the man who kidnapped and killed Pearl, who had been reporting on extremism in Pakistan in the wake of the September 11, 2001 terror attacks in the United States. 
Pearl, who was the Wall Street Journal's bureau chief for South Asia, was killed in January 2002. His parents, Ruth and Judea Pearl, filed their petition to Pakistan's top court to hear their appeal after the government of Pakistan also sought reinstatement of the original convictions in the case. We're standing up for justice, not only for our son, but for all our dear friends in Pakistan so they can live in a society free of violence and terrorism. Jadea Pearl said in an emotional video message on Twitter in May, the move to overturn Ahmed Omar Saeed Shakak's, I'm not even sure if I pronounced that last name right, murder conviction and death sentence sparked outrage, not only from Pearl's family, but from the U.S. government and other media rights organizations around the world. While the lower court overturned the most serious offenses against him, it upheld the kidnapping charge, which carried a seven-year sentence. Sheikh, whatever his name is, has been on death row for nearly two decades. For 18 years, he hasn't seen the sun. His lawyer, Mahmoud, uh, same last name, Sheikh, told Reuters, he has been in solitary confinement on death row. Sheikh, whatever, and three of his aides, who also who had been sentenced to life in prison, were acquitted for lack of evidence by the high court in Karachi. Pakistani authorities ordered the four men to be kept in detention for three months while the matter was sorted in court. The 90-day detention expires this week. The country's Supreme Court also refused to immediately hear an appeal and instead said they would take up the matter on September 25th. Last month, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said of Pearl, we cannot honor his legacy as a courageous journalist and demand justice for his brutal murder. We continue to honor his legacy, I'm sorry, as a courageous journalist and demand justice for his brutal murder. Yeah, I think I kind of botched that one. I had to reread it. <laughs> Wall Street Journal publisher Dow Jones also pledged its support for the Pearl family's efforts in seeking justice for the kidnapping and brutal murder of their son, Daniel Pearl. Danny was a cherished colleague, and we will always honor his memory and service. Pearl was kidnapped while working on a story about Islamic militants. A videotape received by U.S. diplomats in February of that year confirmed that, 38-year-old, that the 38-year-old was dead. He, has, he had been beheaded. In court testimony and emails released during the 2002 trial, Czech said he developed a personal relationship with Pearl before he was kidnapped. 
with both sharing their concerns about their wives who were pregnant at the time. Marianne Pearl gave birth to their son Adam in May 2002. The Pearl Project, an investigative journalism team in, at Georgetown University, carried out a three-year investigation into Pearl's kidnapping and death. They concluded that the reporter was beheaded by Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who was arrested in Pakistan in 2003 and later described as the architect of the 9-11 attacks on the United States. Mohammed is a prisoner at the U.S. naval base at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. The prosecution's case cases are won or lost not on the basis of emotion, they are won or lost on the basis of evidence in this case. The prosecution did a woeful job, said Sheck, the lawyer. If Daniel Pearl's parents have any grievance or complaint it should be against the Pakistani authorities for the prosecution's failings. Czech had been arrested in 1994 by Indian authorities accused of kidnapping three Britons and an American who were all freed unharmed in Indian-ruled Kashmir. <clears throat> In 1999, India freed Czech and two other militants in exchange for the release of 155 passengers and crew aboard an Indian Airlines plane hijacked to Kandahar, Afghanistan. <clears throat> All right. I remember I was on state active duty at the time and the death of Daniel Pearl, and there was one other who was also murdered at the time. I can't remember that person's name now off the top of my head. But Daniel Pearl, his murder sparked enormous anger. Enormous anger. Because, uh, because of what, what was done to him. People were pissed. And many people still are pissed. Daniel Pearl deserves justice. Daniel Pearl deserves to be able to rest in peace. But the only way that's going to happen is if the scumbag that, that beheaded him and the scumbags involved stay in prison. Stay on death row and do not get an opportunity to get back out. All right, fellas. What do you say? Well, I mean, look, it's a. Uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, it's, it's, it's almost the same thing. I mean, what he'd be saying as he's coming out of that thing, if, if they do do this and let him go, it's like what happened with Dolares uh, at the after he got off from Bob from all the terrorism he did in the seventies. Free of the bird, you know. You know, 
whatever the whatever the line was, it was something something free as a bird, you know. You know that that's what this sounds like, and and it's all on if if, if what his I, now I don't know if I can trust his lawyer, but sex lawyer or whatever. Uh, but if what he's saying is true, and the the, the prosecution there botched the case, then again, I mean, yeah, he deserves to be put to death probably. But if the prosecution botched the case so bad, somehow, you know, now then maybe he does. Maybe he's going to get off, but again, you know, he deserves to be put to death. I just say it that way, but if the prosecution messed up or did something wrong or whatever, it's it's not like the guy said, like the lawyer said, it's not their fault that the prosecution allegedly messed up if, if they did. So, like you, George. Gunslinger? I missed it. I was inside there. Um, who was, I heard something about prosecution. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead. <laughs> the man who murdered Daniel Pearl back in 2002 oh, yeah. is, being, is set to be released this week from a Pakistani prison. Well, <laughs> and in my opinion, you should get life in prison, but I mean... The guy is on death row, presently. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. That's like I said, that's Pakistan. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know about the, you know, those, those people over there, they they, they, they so they're the weird son of bitches, okay? I heard today that uh, Pakistan Airlines... Is being run out of the UK. They're not even being allowed to fucking fly any, any place outside of Pakistan because of those airplane accidents. So, then people got, they, they some strange, strange some bitches over there, but you know, if he was over here, he probably would have been, well, I don't know about already executed. It seems like the day you get on death row, it'll be 40 years before the even, you know, that's not the way it's supposed to work. Well, the the guy um, so I can find him here. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed I'm trying to find it now because I just read it too The uh, the Pearl Project 
an investigative journalism team at Georgetown University. They carried out a three-year investigation into Pearl's kidnapping and death. They concluded the reporter was beheaded by Sheikh by Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who was arrested in Pakistan in 2003 and later described as the architect of the 9-11 attacks on the United States. Now, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed is a prisoner at the U.S. naval base at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. So the guy who actually carried out the deed is right now sitting in Guantanamo Bay. But all those involved should not be let free. I doubt very much they'll they'll release Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, but it, and if they do, big mistake. But I don't I don't see the United States letting this bastard go. But the guy uh, the guy that they're talking about releasing uh, is Omar is Ahmed Omar Saeed Sheikh. Uh, Apparently, there's a move to overturn his murder conviction and death sentence, but it only sparked outrage, not only with the with Daniel Pearl's family, but with the U.S. government and other media rights organizations around the world. You know, so if this guy now what they what they did was. Um, basically, they 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 put they put it on, they put things on hold. Okay. The country's supreme court. This is Pakistan. Uh, refused to immediately hear an appeal and instead said they would take up the matter on September 25th. And it's like, why? Why wait so long? Let's get this over with. Two five one area code. You get one opportunity. You blow it. You're done. Go ahead. You're not saying anything, so goodbye. And you're right. The timing doesn't make sense, right? They're going to take it up on September the 25th, right? And when is he slated to get out? Possible? You know, relatively soon, right? At the end of next month or the beginning of August? Something like that? So, if they're going to... If he's slated to get out a month before, you know, they actually take it up in the Supreme Court of uh, whatever of India or Pakistan or whatever is what's what's the difference? What's why? 
Pakistan's a strange animal. It really is. Pakistan's a strange country. I, I don't understand uh, their legal system. In fact, I don't know anything about their legal system. But I do know this much. If they let that bastard free to slap in the face to, to Daniel Pearl's family, to the United States, and if I were in President Trump's shoes, I'd turn around and tell him, look, you let that bastard go, there's going to... There's going to be a lot of problems. And, you know, any trade that we may have with you, which I don't think we do, uh, would be dried up. And I don't think they, they want that kind of, that kind of uh, negativity going at them, that kind of negative publicity. So if Pakistan were wise, and they're not, According to this, they're probably going to uh, they're probably going to end up setting him free. Now, I want to go to uh, some comments from uh, Cherokee Rose. Uh, going back to the uh, recording of that mother with, with her child. First of all, uh, she said, "Yeah, that recording was so sad." And she agreed with me on, on keeping the, on locking the doors <laughs> once you get in the car. Lock the doors. Done. And Cherokee Rose went on to say that, yeah, a lawless mess in some places. And around the country so far, that's, that's, that's a definite, you know. And she's like, oh, no. He should have been put to death. So sad. And then her final comment, I'd hope not, but they've released many from Guantanamo Bay. Well, here's the thing. The release of prisoners from Guantanamo Bay happened when Obama held the presidency hostage for eight years. That dumb bastard let everybody let a lot of people out. He was looking to close Guantanamo Bay, but he never got the job done because his time in office ran out. So he couldn't he he couldn't uh, shut down Guantanamo Bay, and I'm glad he wasn't able to shut it down because creatures like. Uh, that like Muhammad would be what transferred to a to a prison here in the United States? No, not a not not a pretty thought. Now get a load of this, guys. You know how the how the Democrats are always spouting about President Trump not caring about people with pre-existing conditions? Well, apparently Democrats dropped their support for a bill lowering drug prices. That puts a lot of people at risk with pre-existing conditions. So who's the ones not caring about people with pre-existing conditions now, Democrats? You're going to love this. You're going to love this, guys. 
The Democrats have reversed their support of a bipartisan measure to lower drug prices. On Monday, Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, announced he will not co-sponsor the bill he previously negotiated with Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican from Iowa. Wyden claimed Republicans never truly supported the measure and accused Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of having no intentions of bringing it to a vote. Grassley, however, retorted Democrats are playing partisan games and are withdrawing support in order to use drug prices as a political hammer during the November election. The Iowa Republican said he will reintroduce the bill regardless of whether it receives Democrat support. Meanwhile, nearly a dozen Democrats broke with House leaders on an amendment that would ensure the House can't impede the development of a coronavirus vaccine. On Monday, Representative Greg Walden, Republican from Oregon, offered to recommit the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Enhancement Act. His offer would attach an amendment to the bill to ensure no part of the legislation would hinder research into potential treatments or a vaccine for COVID-19. Although the motion was ultimately struck down by the Democrat-controlled House, nine Democrats voted in favor of it. If the bill was recommitted, it would have been set it would have been sent back to the Energy and Commerce Committee for further review. Now there is There is a uh, audio clip on this, and I'm going to uh, open that up. Uh, before I do that, 251 area code, you only get one chance. Don't waste it. I got diarrhea. And you're not wasting my time. Goodbye. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so getting back to this uh, soundbite that I want to put out there. Uh, This soundbite, this is uh, Mark Bednar posting this on Twitter, uh, Representative Greg Walden's comments. Uh, He's the ranking member of the Energy and Commerce Committee. So let's see if we can get this to play here, huh? This motion should be adopted. It, it would prevent the bill from amending the very progress we're all counting on to, for our innovators to develop new vaccines and therapies to confront this killer coronavirus. You see, it simply states the legislation cannot take effect unless the Secretary of Health and Human Services certifies that no provision will adversely impact the research, the development, or the approval of any drug intended to treat or prevent COVID-19. Now, Democrats with a straight face have come to the floor today to move a bill that would do grave damage to medical innovation. The Congressional Budget Office has told us that on many occasions. Upwards of 30 to 100 drugs, depending upon the source, 
could never make it into the pipeline. Will that be a cure for COVID or a cure for ALS or a cure for cancer? We don't know, and neither do the Democrats bringing it. But we do know the independent analyses show we will not see a lot of new medicines. So let's make sure one of those new medicines is not the cure to COVID or treatment to save lives for people who are on ventilators. That's what our motion to recommit says is, before you move forward with a known innovation killer, let's at least exclude treatments and cures for COVID-19. Our communities are being ravaged. We all know these stories. We all share them with each other about incredible damage done to lungs and organs and lives as a result of COVID-19. In the wake of this public health crisis, medical innovators have worked at an unprecedented speed to develop safe and effective products so we can safely begin to open our country back up and eventually return to normal lives. We've seen public-private partnerships to agree never seen before. Private companies are joining forces with competitors, government agencies, nonprofits, and they've taken on substantial financial risk in order to bring safe and effective vaccines and treatments to patients as quickly as possible. But now Democrats with passage of this bill want to gut innovation in America. California Life Sciences tells us the provisions of this bill that were included in H.R. 3 could result in 88,000 innovation tech jobs, R&D jobs, going away from America to somewhere else. That's the price of this bill. We know House Democrats voted to impose these dangerous price controls with passage of H.R. 3. We also know that one of the side benefits, shall we say, of adopting socialized medicine is you don't get access to new medicines when they do become available in as timely a manner as you do here. Compared to the U.S. and Australia, it takes an average of 19 months longer for medicines to become available to patients. Canada, it's up to 14 months longer. United Kingdom, 11 months longer. Those cures to cancer, those new medicines on the market, revolutionary sort of new innovations we all want. So all we're asking for here is before your bill becomes law, and by the way, the administration said they'll recommend a veto before it moves through the path, let's, let's at least make sure that an unintended but dangerous consequence of this bill does not take effect, and that is let's make sure that it will not inhibit research and innovation for a treatment or cure to COVID-19. That's what our motion asks for, and I urge a yes vote on the motion to recommit and I yield back. All right. You heard what uh, Representative Walden said. So let's get some thoughts from from my uh, guys on the phone lines and uh, see what their thoughts are on it. Well, it's... Is, is, is just another example of the Democrats saying they're something and doing the opposite. Kind of like that episode of Seinfeld. If your instincts are always wrong, do the opposite. Well, that's the Democrats. Sounds like this bill would be a good bill. But, well, we can't have, we can't have a bill working with the Congress and, and, you know, and the president signed the bill, and it become law, and he get all the credit in an election year. That's all this is. It's election year politics. That's all this is. 
Lord. All right, Gunslinger, how about you? Uh, you know, he's right. It's just Democrats. They're the ones that are doing all this stuff. They're the one that's perpetrating all this stuff <clears throat> for their stupid game, okay? <clears throat> Which we know we're not, they're not going to win, obviously, but they surely think they are. So, I don't know. You know, when you have... I've seen uh, somebody was uh, doing a, doing a deal earlier. They, they gave out something like the top 20 cities, big cities in America that are ran by Democrats all are going to hell in a handbasket. Okay? She had Washington, one of them. Okay? All ran by Democratic mayors. And they're... I, I don't know where their, where their mindset is. Obviously, it's not with for the protection of the people. You know what mayors are supposed to do? They're going to oversee things? Boy, they need to learn something. Versus... Mayors that are Republican-controlled, okay, basically, they're not all that bad, okay? I mean, big cities always got their problems, obviously, regardless. But the trend here is that if your city is run by Democratic mayor, you fucked, okay? Look at New York City. I think I just read earlier that they, you're that mayor, whatever it is, uh, just a billion-dollar place. New York Police Department. I wouldn't go down that. I'd have to borrow every one of Mike's, you know what, boom, boom, just to go into that goddamn city. Fuck them, go ahead. So, as far as the, uh, as far as, as far as this bill is concerned, I mean, it was originally a bipartisan bill. The Democrats pulled their, their support for it they bitch and moan that, and claim that President Trump is not in, you know, doesn't care about uh, people with pre-existing conditions and all that stuff, but yet they turn around and they pull their support for a bill that, that if it had gone through, would have easily helped to lower drug prices in America, which would have helped a lot of people with pre-existing conditions. It's that old adage, don't do as I do, do as I fucking tell you, and like it. <laughs> yes. All right, yeah. five four one area code. You only get one shot tonight, so go for it. I've got pretty bad diarrhea right now. You got yeah, you got a problem. You need to go. Well, he does need to go, but hey, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he didn't even get a chance to get two words out of his mouth, really. Anyway, I mean, I just, that's just the way I feel, George. This whole thing is nothing but election year politics. They're playing politics with a bill that obviously would, brought, would obviously be a good thing for the American people, all right? If it's passed and, uh, and Trump is allowed to sign it, you know, it's Obviously, they thought so at one point because it was a, a bipartisan thing, right? So, what changed? Well, what changed is what changes things is election year politics. What changes? You know, that's it. That's all this is. 
Yeah, every everything to them is, is a tool for to uh, to fight against uh, Trump, President Trump. With everything to them is uh, well a, a, a means, an, an ends to a means, or however you wish to put it, uh, in order for them to uh, make Trump sound like he's the bad guy. But in actuality, by the Democrats pulling their support for this bill, they're the bad guys. The American people need to know that. They need to understand that. They really do. All right. Speaking of the elections, by the way, apparently... Biden is eager to compare his cognitive ability against President Trump's. <laughs> Are you fucking oh serious? That's a fucking funny right there. Jeez. Wow. To one of my nieces. That's a knee slapper. <laughs> Oh, get a load of this. Joe Biden, at his first press conference in three months, defended his cognitive ability and said he can hardly wait to compare it to President Trump's as the general election matchup heats up. Biden said in response to a question from Fox News Channel's Doug McElway, I have been tested. I'm consistently tested. Look, all you've got to do is watch me, and I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive ability to the cognitive ability of the man I'm running against. While Biden's press conference in Delaware was ostensibly about how he would respond to the coronavirus pandemic, the former vice president, the alleged former vice president, also slammed the current White House occupant for his response to reports that Russian intelligence operatives offered to pay bounties to Taliban-linked militants who killed U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Biden said on Tuesday it was unimaginable that Trump would not have known about the intelligence and called into question the president's cognitive abilities. The president talks about cognitive capability, but he is not cognitive... He is not cognitively aware of what's going on, Biden said, reversing a hit the president has used against him. Uh, Biden also called on Congress to investigate the matter and, come Election Day, for the public to decide whether he is fit for office. President Trump, he's 74 years old, and his campaign have come after Biden, 77 years old, for his frequent gaffes. In May, launching a Fox F-A-U-X, not to be confused with Fox, investigative series 
that spotlights his numerous verbal miscues on the campaign trail. The American people deserve to know the truth about the truth behind Joe Biden's delirious and nonsensical claims on the campaign trail. Trump campaign communications director Tim Murtaugh said in the video, when he's mangling the text of the Declaration of Independence or calling someone a lying dog-faced pony soldier, is he really speaking a language that only he and a select group of others understand? Biden, though, opened up in February about his lifelong struggle to overcome stuttering. And his defenders have argued that this sometimes may be a factor in his widely publicized history of stumbling words. Right. Trump has had his own fair share of verbal miscues, embellished statements, and Twitter typos. Biden, who Trump has famously labeled Sleepy Joe, said in a main interview with Vanity Fair, I can hardly wait to get in to get onto the stage with Donald Trump, adding Trump is a master at laying nicknames on people. The former alleged vice president stressed that in terms of energy, I don't have any problem comparing my energy level to Donald Trump, who I'm really resisting giving a nickname to. I don't know. Biden is delusional. And that I can safely say without fear of contradiction. Uh, before I go to the phone lines, we uh, get comments from the other guys. 732 area code, only one chance. Don't blow it. What's going on, guys? You're done. I recognize the voice. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. You heard You heard the story how Biden wants to compare his cognitive abilities to that of the president. <laughs> Biden shouldn't compare his cognitive abilities to a piss ant. Okay? The dude is a fucking moron. He don't know where he is half the time. Sleepy Joe. He's a fucking pedophile. He's... I mean... He don't even know what state he's in. He don't even know who the fuck he's married to, for God's sake. Oh, that's my oh, my wife. Are you? At least Trump, his senses are there. Okay, that's why he's so successful. Oh, with believe. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Okay, that little bastard. Okay, uh-huh. and let's not forget about the um, the the. the so what is it, one point something billion dollars that they were going to withhold? I'm going to withhold that money until you fire that fucking prosecutor. If that's not international blackmail, I don't know what the fuck is. Okay? But yet, criminal, yeah, he's a criminal. There, that, that's a criminal offense, obviously. But he can't wait to get the... I, 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 uh, Trump could pluck one of his blonde hairs out and whoop that son of a bitch and be over in two seconds. Go ahead. All right, Mike. 
Absolutely. I mean, he could pluck one of his blonde hairs out, sit it on top of the podium, and that blonde hair could be, like Gunn said. I mean, that's how this, his cognitive ability, I mean, maybe he's thinking, the, maybe he's getting the term wrong. Maybe he's thinking about cognitive dissonance, you know, where you get hit on the head and all that stuff. We don't know what that is. Maybe that's what he's thinking about. You know, how can you be, how, how good are your cognitive abilities when you're telling people to go off back forth and ain't their shotgun in the air and shoot it. You know? I mean, how good are your cognitive abilities when you're when you when you're trying to get away with when you're trying to basically get away with um, uh, international blackmail and you say, well son of a bitch, that guy got fired. And that's after the blackmail. That's the end, basically, it's missed for the black male. How good is your cognitive ability? I mean, I could go on and on asking the same question with different things that he said or done that, 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 I mean, we can be here the rest of the show into overtime, in fact, asking the same question, George. I mean, that's how, that's how much he's done, that's how much his he has lack of cognitive ability, you know? Thank you, George. Uh, I'll tell you something. I've I've seen Joe Biden making those gaffes. I've seen him make all kinds of stupid and ridiculous comments. I mean, he can't even get the name of a state right that he's in much less anything else. And he wants to be the leader of the free world, so to speak? I don't think so. 747 area code, you only get one opportunity. Hey, 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 hey. Is that all you got to say? Thunder. Goodbye. Was that bad, Albert? 732 area code. Last chance. Hey, big fan, Buzz. What? You there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. All right, good. I've been trying to call you guys for weeks, man. You're doing great things. I appreciate the show. I really love it. Uh, I wanted to give you uh, good news from the East Coast. Okay. All right, uh, Perth, Amboy, Perth Amboy, New Jersey, known as the most Hispanic town in uh, in New Jersey. Black Lives Matter tried to march down Smith Street, and the Hispanics, who have no allegiance to any party either way or the other, chased them the fuck out of town and made a fool of them. Hmm. It was fucking great. It was great. I tried to call you last week. You guys hung up on me six times. We were getting uh, a lot of uh, a lot of trolls. Yeah, I understand. You get a lot of shit from a lot of fucking shitty people. But I love the show, by the way. Just in case we get disconnected, but I, lo- I love the show. This guy's doing great things, and I appreciate it all. 
But yeah, you would have loved it, man. These fucking these these guys came down the street and started marching down Smith Street. Then Hispanic guys were coming out, going, "No, no, no, that's just not going to happen today." And then they started preaching. The Hispanic guys were going, "Dude, we're all legal. We have grandmothers who've never voted. Now we're going to make them all vote for Trump, motherfucker." It's pretty cute. Well, let me put this to you. Black Lives Matter, the original group known as Black Lives Matter. Ran by a Canadian lesbian from... They didn't pull the shit that's being pulled now. In fact, the original founders of Black Lives Matter were booted out of the group. Yeah, by by Canadian lesbians. I don't give a shit who they were taken over by. The fact of the matter is, they've taken it over, turned it into something completely criminal, as far as I'm concerned, and it's what's a lot of their rhetoric, along with Antifa, is doing a lot of damage to our country, and it's getting out of hand. You're you're not wrong in any way because the uh, the the forefront, the the one who's allowed to call herself the front, the the dyke that runs it. She says, she states that she is a student of Marxism. How can you be a student of Marxism and talk to Americans? You're not allowed. Don't we fight Marxists? Don't we fight communists? Isn't that what we do? Last time I checked, this was America. Yeah, so we fight those. We fight anybody that's against freedom. And, and that, the problem that's is, exactly, that's exactly the what they are. That we hope will fight for freedom, as far as you know, the American people in general, they're being intimidated by a bunch of thugs. Well, what, what happens? That's, what happened that's, in that's Seattle, Washington, for the last three weeks? Well, Look at what happened there. Huh? My hometown here is taking over. I can't. I can't go up the street. I had to go stay with my brother. I can't. I can't walk in Essex County, New Jersey, right now. Well, I have no. I'll tell you what. Apparently, I'm just. I'm well, like a, I'll, I'm I'll, a white I'll put devil. This to you, okay? Think about this. When, when, when the American people are being put in a position like you're being put in, where they can't even. You know, walk down the street and, and feel safe in their own town. Amplify that a hundred times across the United States. Well, I know because okay. I'm 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 the one I'm fighting here. I'm fighting here, brother. I really am. I'm making sure that my mother's okay. That's that. My mother's too stubborn to leave. I told her to get the fuck out of here. Let's go. She won't leave. She says I grew up here. All right. Well, well, I'm going to make sure at least I'll fight until the day she's died. And I'll kill you all. That, that's basically my, my standpoint. Well, my mother's stubborn. She's born in 19, you know, 1940s. Look, if my mother was still alive today and, and, she, was, and she lived in an area where I felt that her life was, was in jeopardy, 
I would get together with with my siblings and say, "Look, we got to move her out. That's all there is we to it." Ha- we don't have any, we don't have any, we don't have anybody. You're going. Hey, she's also over 300 pounds, dude. Try and lift her up by yourself. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. I wouldn't care. Is this big? I would find a way to get her out of there. That's the bottom line. Because God knows they, they, you don't need that kind of insanity. And your mom, you know, she she does she deserves better than what she, than what she's getting in that in that neck of the woods. If she's got all that kind of criminality going on and the, the kind of insanity we're seeing nationwide, then it's time to put a, a stop to it. And no, say, she's coming with me. It's gonna it's, it's gonna take a couple of days, but I'm getting her out. I'll make all sure right. I'll make sure I, I I watch her doorstep. But she's she's coming with me by the end of the week. Well, there you go. All right, Carl. Well, thank you for uh, All right, well, Carl, thanks for a lot for joining us. Uh, God bless you guys, man. All right, have a good night. 929 area code. Only opportunity you get. Don't waste it. So when you say you want to lose your virginity to me, does that mean that you... We're done. Goodbye. Figures a smart ass. Unbelievable. Get one decent call, and then the other one's like, <clears throat> incredible. All right. Now, in a previous story, it was mentioned about the Russian bounties. According to according to to the story I have here. Top Democrats in the House are calling for more direct details from intelligence agencies on the allegations of Russian bounties on U.S. troops. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, Steny Hoyer issued remarks Tuesday following a White House briefing. He said the Democrats did not receive any new substantive information. Hoyer requested the briefing to find out who knew about the claims and when they found out. This follows a statement from the Pentagon Monday, which noted there is no evidence that Russian spies have been offering bounties for U.S. troops in Afghanistan. On Monday, House Speaker, excuse me, House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany, McEnany, yeah, She's got a hard name to pronounce sometimes. Said the intelligence agencies have not come to a consensus on the veracity of the reports, and therefore the president was never briefed on it. Now, of course, I have a, a, a clip here that's that's uh, from Twitter on this uh, very article. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to play it just as soon as I can. There it is. Always good to be able to see what you're doing. Of course, I recently found my eyeglasses. thought I lost them in the move. <laughs> Not 
So, whoops, wrong mouse. So here is, I believe, Steny Hoyer. Uh, and he tweeted, Trump pulled reports of Russian bounties on U.S. troops, a hoax. Nothing in the White House briefing I attended today led me to believe it's a hoax. I urged the administration to schedule an all-house briefing with the intelligence community. Now, that's what Steny Hoyer put in. Let's hear what he had to say. Talk to the speaker about it. Our view has been and always been that if the White House asks you to come down for a meeting and be brief, uh, you respond to that uh, request. At the same time, I told uh, Mr. Meadows uh, yesterday, and I repeated uh, a couple of times uh, today, that this briefing was not, and I emphasize, was not a substitute for the Speaker and Minority Leader of the Senate's request for a full briefing uh, of our members. And any time when you have a threat uh, to American personnel, whether they be military or civilian, it is a serious matter and needs to be taken with the utmost uh, importance and utmost concern. I think it's fair to say, as my Republican colleague said yesterday, uh, all of us are concerned that there would be payments from Russia, who is not a friendly entity, who is not an ally, uh, who has undermined our elections, uh, and who has done everything they can in Afghanistan and other places in the world to undermine U.S. interest. It is therefore uh, very, very troubling when you have information that is given uh, that indicates that there are payments being made to specifically target uh, U.S. personnel, uh, particularly armed services personnel. So I was uh, looking forward uh, to a briefing. I would have preferred uh, the briefing, and I said this to Mr. Meadows, that the briefing had been given by intel uh, personnel, either from CIA and uh, Director Haspel in particular, or NSA, so that we would have the direct evidence and discussion from the intelligence community as to uh, how credible they assess the information. But I also agree with John Bolton, who said it was inconceivable from his perspective that, that there is not a cause for briefing on this matter of such importance. Apparently that did not happen. Uh, the president called this a hoax publicly. Uh, nothing in the briefing that we have just received led me to believe it is a hoax. Uh, there may be different judgments as to the level of credibility, but there was no assertion that, that the information we had was a hoax. Uh, I took uh, to this briefing uh, Mr. Engel, the chairman of the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee, Mr. Schiff, the chairman of the Intel Committee, Mr. Smith, the chairman of the Appropriations Committee, uh, Mr. Meeks and Mr. Sherman, uh, who are the ranking members behind Mr. Engel on the Foreign Affairs Committee, and then Ms. Spanberger, Ms. Slotkin, uh, Ms. Keating, and uh, Ms. Sherrill. 
Uh, all of them have experience or particular responsibilities in the intel and national security uh, sphere. Uh, I thought this briefing was uh, the White House personnel telling us their perspective. I think we knew the White House perspective. What we need to know is the intelligence perspective. So I am therefore urging uh, the White House uh, and the Chief of Staff to follow up on my request to make sure that we are briefed uh, by the intelligence community directly so that we can get to the bottom of this. Uh, I'm sure that Mr. Schiff will be following up on this through the Intel Committee, uh, as I have urged him uh, to do. So without uh, further discussion, let me now yield to uh, Mr. Schiff. And thankfully, we did not hear from Mr. Schiffless. All right. You heard what Denny Hoyer, Democrat from Maryland, said. No surprise to me that, of course, being a Democrat, he's going to make all kinds of statements that, I dare I say, have no basis in fact. But that's the Democrat way, isn't it? All right, guys. What do you... Right. What do you talk to me. Right. You know, here's the deal, though. Think about this. He says he wants to hear from, you know, the CIA and the NSA. That's a lie. If he wants to hear from the CIA on this thing, then would have gone and talked to, I don't know, Gina Haskell, you know, who's the current head of the CIA or and whoever the current head of the NSA is, you know. Those are your those are your people that you need to talk to if you want to talk to somebody. What he's saying is I'm gonna to talk to the CIA and NSA. What he's taking talking about is, oh I'm gonna talk I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and talk to the deep state. You know, that's what he's saying. And this is another way for them to try and get Trump and get him on something so that they can possibly impeach him. This is, that's all this is. George? Well, see... I trust Steny Hoyer as far as I can throw him, and that ain't very far at all. I, tr- I, don't, I trust any Democrat about as far as I can throw him, and that ain't very far at all. So, you know, I'm sorry. This is just another Democrat ploy to try and find an excuse to tr- possibly pull another attempt at impeachment. <laughs> they said they're going to continue the hearings and, they're going to, and, they're, and they're, they've made no secret of it. They're going to go for it again. Yeah. And who's the chairman of the Intelligence Committee in the House? Adam Bullshit. Don't say you know, it's all bullshit. It's just political. It's uh, 
you know, I, it's just amazing again how these people come up with this shit. And I, it's just, boy, they got a wild imagination, I guess. I mean, just imagine. Oh my God. But yeah, you know, I, wow. I, it just almost gets it gets me speechless. Hey, hearing this, hearing that, this one, that, this one. I mean, oh wow. Go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If the Democrats had an ounce of brains, they'd be dangerous. If they had a whole brain, they'd be a bunch of morons. Well, <laughs> guess what? They don't even have half a brain. I think collectively they're, they're working on one brain cell, which makes them completely and totally lost mentally. You know, they, 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 they remember early in President Trump's uh, first term how they said he was mentally unstable how they made a mental health diagnosis on air on MSNBC and on CNN claiming that he is, he is mentally unbalanced and all this other bull crap but it, it's clear to me that the Democrats are suffering from, and it should be a legitimate mental health issue, it should be a, a, a legitimate mental health diagnosis of Trump derangement syndrome. Okay? Trump derangement syndrome. Yep. But, you know, that's, that's what we're dealing with here, everybody. We're dealing with a bunch of flakes and not necessarily snowflakes either, just a bunch of flakes in the Congress and the Senate known as Democrats. You know, and... Well, go ahead, Mike. I mean, you're talking about the Trump arrangement that started, that started the moment he came down to escalate. You know, and now that he's announced that he was going to run for president. I mean, look at the reaction to that. Oh, I hope he runs. I want him to run. Uh, I'll even donate to him, some of these idiots said, some of these idiot late-night comedians said, crap, you know. Oh, how can he win? Oh, that's crap. I mean, November, what, 7th, uh, 2016? Oh, because he, because Trump won, or November 8th, whatever it was, uh, because Trump won, we need all kinds of things like service dogs and coloring books and, and and all this crap because Trump won, you know? And it's, and it's kept on from there. It's kept, syndrome has kept, kept getting worse and worse and worse. And this, this, this press conference is the latest example of, you know, Steny Hoyer. I mean, generally speaking, Steny, we have not heard from Steny Hoyer, and there's a reason why, but we have not heard from Steny Hoyer. You know, I once thought, well, Steny Hoyer is a sane Democrat, but then again, after today, I really can't say that, all right? You know, because, you know, never, never exactly never heard from the man, you know, 
she he let he let Pelosi do all the talking, which I guess I guess is the right thing to do because she is well. They say she's the speaker of the house, but again, I, I just don't see it because AOC is there and she wielded so much power and she's. I mean, yeah, they share they share a brain cell, but sometimes uh, AOC just. You know, that brain cell that all the Democrats share, I don't think she tapped into it at, at times, you know? Thank you, George. Look, <clears throat> when you talk about AOC and brain cells in the same sentence, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but what brain cells does she actually have, if any at all? Think about it. And, and let me remind people, uh, especially in her district, how she lied through her teeth. And it's been proven she lied. Okay? Now, I'm originally from Westchester County. Okay? Nobody had an agreement with the schools in the Bronx to transport people from the Bronx up to Yorktown Heights, New York, and back. First of all, the time it would have taken to travel from the Bronx to Yorktown Heights, she would have had to have been picked up at like 7 o'clock in the morning, especially given rush hour traffic. All right? That's number one. Number two, she lied when she said she she lived in the Bronx when she was a child. That was an outright lie because there are people who live in her neighborhood in Yorktown Heights, New York, who saw her on a regular basis in Yorktown Heights growing up. So for her to have a brain cell... That's laughable. <laughs> That's truly laughable. Five seven five area code. You're only getting one chance. Go for it. Shock Yeah, get the bloody hell out of here. Dumbass. Talk about stupid people. I didn't, George. I didn't say she had a brain cell. I said. I was I was working off the fact that you were talking about the Democrats sharing one brain cell. I didn't say she had a brain cell of her own. My apologies. I I stand corrected. I I misunderstood, and I'm willing to admit when I when I make a mistake, when I goof. But still, we're talking about Democrats in general. Okay? They have this enormous capacity. And Gunslinger, I'm willing to bet uh, that you and Mike would agree with me when I say that if Democrats actually gave a shit about the American people, 
they wouldn't be attacking President Trump the way they're doing and the way they have done for four years. Does that sound like a fair assessment? <laughs> yeah, that's a very fair assessment. I mean, I don't, you know, like I said, they've got, they done gone. They've been, they've been smoking too much of that local weed, okay? Because they've done it ever since day one. They've had it in for that man, okay? And, and that person has, or that man, the president, Trump, has done more for this fucking country than all the presidents put together for the past what, five decades, okay? Um, anyone being close would be Reagan and JFK. They're the only ones that came forward. And I don't think they even did as much as Trump has done, really, overall, for the past four years. So, yeah, I mean, but yet they demonize that man. They goddamn try to trump up charges, get it, trump up charges. They lie. They steal. I mean, when he said that the swamp goes deep, he wasn't bullshitting, was he? And I don't think he realized how deep. Yeah, I don't think he really realized just how deep it went, okay? Because he was on the business end. He wasn't on the politics, politician end. But I'm sure he, I'm sure he had a pretty good idea. <laughs> Go ahead. Look, I know how, how very strange the game of politics is. We all do. We are, we are literally, and at times figuratively, left scratching our heads, wondering when the fuck are people in this country who vote for these Democrat dumbasses going to wake the fuck up? Let's see. Over the four-year period, you had Russian collusion. didn't collude with Russia. Then you had the Mueller report. He got exonerated on that one. Those Democrats refused to believe that. Too bad for them. Then, of course, you have the uh, unmistakably stupid maneuver with Ukraine where instead of Russia, now it's Ukraine collusion. That got blown out of the water, along with their impeachment hopes. Because as soon as it got to the Senate, the trial was over before it began. Because there there was no evidence that, that would have gotten the conviction. And it didn't. So the Democrats right now are barking up a lot of trees only to get burrs in their, in their backsides. And what it boils down to is, guys, and think about it. They've lost to Trump every single time. But now, now, they're trying again. With Russian bounties. Um, the Pentagon says there's no evidence to support the New York Times story. What makes these idiots in the Democratic side of the aisle 
so sure this time that he's going to get caught lying or uh, some other bullshit where Adam Schiff gets to do more quick hearings and all this and I mean, is it just me, or or am I, or, or am I standing alone in, in 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 feeling that the Democrats are so desperate to get rid of Trump that they're willing to do or say anything through the media themselves to I don't know convince the American people that Trump can't be trusted that Trump lied to them? Well, I haven't seen where I haven't seen him lie about anything. And as far as trust is concerned, I would I trust President Trump long before I would trust Joe Biden. And like I've said jokingly on occasion, Joe Biden, let's say he gets in the White House. God forbid Somebody wash my mouth out with soap for saying that. But let's say he gets in the White House. He sees that nuclear football. He opens up that case and goes, Oh, look, the, the shiny red button. That's the kind of mental midget that Joe Biden is. So... Where have I where have I gone wrong in in my assessments? Well, you haven't gone wrong. That's right on the money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no there's no comparison. I mean, that would be a. I mean, well, you better leave the country if that motherfucker gets in there. I mean, he can't be trusted. He can't even be trusted with himself. You think you're going to be trusted with that nuclear football and all that shit? No. Mm-hmm. No way. I mean, you no. have to be in mental health. You have to be in the right mindset to take on responsibility like, you know, the most being the head of the most powerful fucking country in, in the world's history. Okay? It's even... Rome don't even fucking compare to what it is now with, with the war technology and the ships and the big guns and all the bombs and all that shit. So, yeah, we are the most powerless country in the entire world's history, okay? Nothing has ever been like this is now. So, you want a fucking bumbling fool to be at, at the top of that, pushing the buttons? Don't think so. All right, I got one more item for for, for us tonight. The um, the seventy five year old man uh, th- that was uh, that was knocked down by police is leaving the hospital, and he's currently recovering at at an undisclosed location in an effort to shield his privacy. The Buffalo protester Martin Gagano was released from the hospital Tuesday after spending nearly a month there for injuries he sustained when two police officers pushed him to the ground. 
Gagano, 75, is currently recovering at an undisclosed location, as I said, in an effort to shield his privacy, according to ABC7. Two Buffalo police officers pleaded not guilty to assault earlier this month after they were seen on camera shoving Gagano to the ground during a George Floyd protest. Gagano's attorney, Kelly Zarcone, spoke on his behalf and thanked those who took care of him while he received medical care. Martin wants to thank the entire hospital staff for their exceptional dedication and professionalism, she said. He received truly outstanding care, and for that, he is grateful. Officers Robert McCabe and Aaron Togowski were both charged with second-degree assault, a Class D felony. They were each released without bail after a hearing and are scheduled to return to court on July 20th. Zarcone had previously claimed that Gagano suffered a fractured skull and brain injury as a result of the June 4 encounter with authorities. She told CNN in a statement two weeks ago, I am not at liberty to elaborate at this time other than to confirm that his skull was fractured. Zarcone added, while he is not able to walk yet, we were able to have a short conversation before he became too tired. He is appreciative of all of the concern about him, but he is still focused on the issues rather than himself. So these two officers uh, have been charged with second-degree assault, a Class D felony. They're going to be back in court July 20th. Now the question becomes, because it wasn't mentioned here in the article, are they um, are they uh, suspended from duty? Are they were they fired? There's no mention of it. But I want to get your thoughts, guys. Well, excuse me. Well, I mean, if they're if they haven't gone to court yet, these two guys, and again, they really shouldn't have pushed a 75-year-old man, you know, because you get to that age, you know, your bones are getting brittle, and and it's likely if he if he didn't crack his skull, he might have broken a hip or broken a leg or whatever, or whatever, whatever. Take your take pick bone, whatever. Take your bone, take your pick of bones in the body that might have gotten broken, if not the head. So they really shouldn't have pushed him, you know. And they did, they probably deserve everything they're gonna get, whatever that is gonna be, you know. If they get fired, they get fired, whatever. But second degree assault, you know. But whatever that whatever that brings. Well, it's a class D felony. Right, class D felony. So, so whatever, you know, if it's 6 to 10, 10 to 20, whatever, if, if they're found guilty, you know, whatever, whatever amount of time, they probably deserve it, you know. Now, should he have been protesting anyway? No, I, I, I don't know. I know he wants to be active in that way, but 
the guy, the guy wants to be active in that way, but he, he too is kind of culpable in this because he, he knows he's 75 years old, or you would think that he knows he's 75 years old. And he knows, and being that age, he probably knows that any little wind that could blow him down caused him to do something, to break something, break a bone, you know, whatever. So get hurt. So he should know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, you know, he wanted to be active, but he's got to temper that, you know, in, in, you know, in terms of his age and and what might happen to him, you know. So back to you, George. Well, one final item uh, before we wrap it up here tonight. Uh, New York City Council approves slashing $1 billion from the NYPD budget. New York City lawmakers voted Tuesday on, a, on budget changes that shifted $1 billion from the New York Police Department to programs that assist in youth and community development, a number that fell short of what many protesters in the city have demanded. The city council said in a statement that the city's 2021 budget will include $837 million in cuts and transfers to, to the New York Police Department expense budget, which removes $1 billion from the NYPD spending when combined with associated costs. The amount was far less than what some protesters demanded. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat from New York, said earlier that $1.5 billion in cuts would not be enough. Defunding police means defunding police. It does not mean budget tricks or funny math. One Twitter user wrote, This is like putting the NYPD budget in Groucho Marx's glasses and calling it a day. Corey Johnson, the city council speaker, said the council fought hard to get where we are, but I know this is just a starting point, not an ending point. We need to go further. He added the budget agreement <clears throat> was negotiated with a focus on police reform youth services and achieving equity, particularly for low-income communities of color. New York City Council Minority Whip Joseph Borelli voted no against the budget cuts and said, I said, know what we're doing will create a more violent city. Borelli added that there were 72 shootings last week alone and not one by a NYPD officer. We must always have safety, and we will in this city, but we are also going to amplify both safety and fairness by reaching our young people more deeply than ever before. Mayor, de, Mayor Bill de Blasio said, speaking from a press conference Tuesday, and that's what this budget is all about. So they, they, cut, they, they cut out $1 billion from the NYPD's budget. You know, defunding the police is the worst thing that anybody can do. Even the threats of dismantling police departments 
is outrageous, outlandish, and completely wrong on every conceivable level. <clears throat> All right, guys. Let me get your thoughts well, George, on this. First thing on me, George, is this. Why do they keep going to AOC for quotes? We pretty much established that she doesn't have brain cells. One. So, I mean, what does her quotes mean when she, I mean, you know they're supposed to. You're cutting in and out, Mike. Uh, you might want to get closer to your mic. You know, what does her quotes mean? That's that's my question. Why do they keep going to her to get quotes from her on issue A, B, C, or D, whatever whatever issue it is? I mean, this is just the latest example of her saying something that makes not a like a damn thing. You know. I don't know. Going to her is going to her for comments is like going to um, going to uh, Hillary Clinton for comments. A waste of time. Gunslinger. Well, when you take all that money away from the world, or yeah, I guess it's the world's largest police department, uh, in a very violent place like New York City, jeez, are you only asking for trouble? Yeah, that's all they are. You're just asking for trouble. I wouldn't want to be there. Damn sure. Go ahead. Well, I'll put it to you like this, guys. As far as I'm concerned, defunding the police is a mistake, as I said. There's no, there is no doubt in my mind that defunding the police or even going to the extreme of dismantling a police department because a bunch of crybabies won't de- demand it. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, this, is not, this is not cool at all, okay? Look at that, look at that uh, story I, we, we talked about earlier involving Minneapolis. How they want, how they're going to uh, take out the Minneapolis Police Department in lieu of security guards, private security that have no law enforcement status whatsoever, no peace officer status of any kind, and yet they're going to entrust the safety and security of the people of Minneapolis to a private security firm. Their arrests can only be done as citizens. Thus, the term citizen arrest. And without law enforcement backing, that kind of a arrest is only going to get thrown out. So when you talk about defunding the police, bear this in mind. You're taking away vital funding for police departments that are out there to do the job. They're out there to protect you and I. And that's all there is to it. All right. My thanks to uh, Gunslinger and Mike for being here with me. And, of course, I see Billy joined us late in the chat room. But uh, 
we are out of here. Thanks, guys, for being here. Um, and, all, and, of course, thanks to everyone watching and listening by archives. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online. We'll be back for the Wednesday night edition. I believe it's the Wednesday night edition. Let me make sure I'm saying here. Yes, the Wednesday night edition for July 1, 2020 at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. With that having been said, we will uh, get on out of here. Until next time, America, be good to one another and be safe. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, We'd like to hear from you. Send to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. Let it be written, so let it be done.